The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. You're tuned into Inspire FM on 105.1 FM. It's Friday, 24th of May, and the time is now 10 o'clock. Welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something to talk about in a productive and beneficial way to us mothers. Um, I hope you've all had a good week. Um, we are now actually entering half term, so today is the last day, and uh, we are going to be um, having half term. So I'm, I'm. Looking at my guest, which I haven't actually introduced yet. So the, we have Shezba, Sister Shezba. Salam alaikum. How are you? Salam. How are you? I'm okay. How about you? I'm okay. Alhamdulillah. Um, still trying to wake up. I, I I thought maybe with Ramadan kicking in, and it, you know we're nearly two thirds of the way now. Um, I thought I'd be okay with getting up and sleeping and doing everything, but I'm still out of sync. I'm still a zombie. <laughs> so how are you finding Ramadan? I think I'm the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's all it's all about juggling everything. And uh, with yes. us mums, we're always so busy with something. Jugg- we can, can never find the time to have a nap. <laughs> and nap? What is that? I don't yeah. even know what that is. This morning, I actually was up at half past six, believe it or not, and I had the kids ready, but we were still late to school. And when I actually got the children through the office door, I couldn't actually explain to the, to the teacher why we were late. I said, I don't know why. I had... Um, one of my daughters had a nosebleed. My little son refused to get up and she goes, I understand why you're late. So she said, I know what to put down. So I said, OK, bless you. Thank you very much. So uh, that was it. So we uh, we I actually got away with a good excuse. But uh, I'm looking forward to half term so I can spend my mornings in my pyjamas and catching up on some good sleep, I think. Yeah, much needed. <laughs> much needed sleep, yes. So we are live on air, reaching out to all our listeners in Luton and surrounding areas. We're also live on the Facebook page, and uh, you can also listen in through TuneIn um, via the Inspire FM webpage. Um, there's plenty of ways to connect to the show today. Um, you can also uh, comment on the Facebook page, or you can text into the studio on 0779. 481-822, that's text or WhatsApp um, to join in today's discussion. Um, as always, um, on Mother's Planet, I always have some headlines that I like to kick the show off with. So um, the first headline, um, I find this really interesting, actually. The, these are all taken from the BBC online news, so you can go back and uh, read the articles in full depth. Um, straws. So UK government to bring in new controls on plastic. So in a bid to limit ocean pollution, the UK government will be putting in place controls on single-use plastic. So things like plastic straws, plastic stirrers, plastic cotton buds, all these things will be restricted. So shops will not be allowed to sell straws, but they will be on sale in registered pharmacies and online. So the measures will actually be implemented from April next year, 2020 so there's a big um push on getting rid of plastic do you use straws in your house (laughs) (laughs) um not in the house but um mcdonald's they've already started to use the um paper straws oh okay children hate it because Uh, um my youngest she bites on it um and then she can't use it anymore so uh, uh, so i i've heard that they're not very popular 
Mm. But it's it needs to be done, I suppose, yes. isn't it? Yes, we need to help the uh, environment in any shape or form we can. And getting rid of straws is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I have to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. um, scientists, okay, so why should we appreciate wasps? Oh, dear. So the big uh, wasps, which everyone's probably thinking, why should we appreciate wasps? They're horrible creatures. Uh, I know my husband hates them. Um, uh, researchers actually suggest that wasps deserve much more attention and credit than we give them. Rather than being a bothersome or pointless insect, they actually prove to be quite beneficial. They do this by keeping pests in check. So without wasps, it would mean that we would be having to use a lot more pesticide to um, control unwanted other insects. So um, wasps, um, I quite like this term that they use. They said um, they are actually seen as the gangsters of the insect world and they are doing us a favour. So they actually keep all the other insects in shape. So either they'll eat them or um, they'll tell them what to do. So um, that means we don't have to worry about using pesticides and things like that because the wasps are doing the job for us. So um, instead of bothersome, they're actually beneficial so uh, what's your take on wasps <laughs> big x steer away <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah. Uh, well it's good to know there's some use used them. to them yeah, yeah. um but uh, i think i'll still feel the same about them yeah <laughs> Even after knowing i know i think it would take a while for many people to accept that they're the gangsters of the insect world i, I did quite like that term but um, in today's show, uh, we'll be discussing and looking at ways of managing our money. So something as mothers, many of us already do, budgeting for the shopping, school trips, school dinners, the clubs, the list goes on. Um, but in the studio today, my guest um, will be advising listeners on top tips of how to manage our money and paying our taxes correctly. So without delay, I'm actually going to send the mic over to uh, Sister Shesba who's going to formally introduce herself to to us listeners. I'm sure uh, you are all keen to hear her voice rather than mine. Um, but if you have any questions, please do text in or WhatsApp on 0779 481 822 and um, I'm sure we can either answer them on air or later on. So, Sister Shesba, over to you. Thank you. Um, Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Uh, my name's Shesba Khan. Um, I'm a chartered accountant. Um, I've been qualified for over 12 years and, and been working mm, in the sure accountancy not. profession for over 16 years. So that wow. gives away my age. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, I've had a, a fruitful um, career. Mm. Um, so I've worked for uh, a few firms, mm. um, large firms and smaller firms. Um, I've prepared accounts such as Spotify's accounts and mm. uh, TomTom and uh, met people from around the world, wow. um, especially Japanese So we have a clients. bit of a celeb here as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Far from it. Um, and I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and over the years, um, I've also specialised in GP accounts as well, mm -hmm. the local GP's practices as well. Mm. Um, so I, um, I get quite involved in their pension taxes and all mm. that boring stuff yeah. Um, and uh, yeah so um, it's uh, going well um, but uh, employment there's obviously restrictions uh, to it when you have children I've got yeah. three children as well mm. um, they're quite young so um, I've set up my own company it's mm. called uh, Protic Accountants Limited um, so that's Protic uh, yeah yes no? okay <laughs> and uh, <coughs> it's going well mashallah I, I like yeah. the flexibility of it yeah. I can 
yeah. choose how I work, who I work with. Yeah. Um, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it at the yeah. moment. I think that's amazing because, um, you know, this is what I really wanted to promote in my shows, that we have working mums. So, you know, you haven't actually, you've got children and you've not given up your profession that you work so hard for and you've got X number of years on it. I'm not going to mention it again because then people start <laughs> calculating your age. But you've got experience, heavily involved experience in your profession and you've not let that go and said that I'm solely which is not a problem becoming a sole mother and just taking care of your children but you found the balance which is very hard so you know how do you how do you find that balance of balancing home life and work life you know and having the children at home yeah. and still doing that um I, I think it, it's um you have to um ask for help when you need it yeah. and um, rely on family yeah. a lot. So having a good support network. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so uh, my husband, he's very good with yeah. the children's, um, children and we um, plan things out well in advance so we know which child needs to go to which club and yeah. you know um and uh, we work together quite well mashallah yeah <clears throat> also uh, my mum and mother-in-law yeah uh, they're my saviors yeah oh, aren't <laughs> so, they always yeah. yeah so because of them i i was able to return to work mm -hmm. and um uh you know just just get on with things mm. um and um, my employers have always been really understanding, really good mm. with me. My my son has autism, so I've, okay. I've also needed that extra support um, yeah. for that reason as well. Yeah. And um, I've been able to do flexible hours at work, um, yeah. you know, not working full time. And if I need to go to appointments or meetings, I've been yeah. able to fit that in. Yeah. So I'm very grateful to my employers and, and also to my family and my husband yeah. that I've been oh, able to oh, do. Oh, big this. shout out to everyone <laughs> then there. No, but it's and this is this is a good step forward for you because now having your own business you can actually manage your own business and your family and have that healthy balance because as you said you've got uh, support of your spouse here and so it's quite nice having that support where you're both in the same profession and you can both juggle so it's not like your business will get neglected because if you can't take it on board your husband can pick it up or vice versa so yeah. that's that's very good to say that you can still show that dedication to your business as well as your family so that's all good there so um, I've got a couple of questions here myself for yourself. Okay. Um, um, uh, I wanted to know, because um, a, a lot of us think about this. I mean, yes, money's um, something that we should all have control over and think about, you know, do I really need those pair of shoes or, you know, do I need to think about when especially when we're shopping for food we need to start budgeting a little bit because you know sometimes we can get carried away well I know I'm a bit of a hoarder if I see um you know an item of food on offer I think oh okay I'll buy one for myself one for so and so one for so and so and before you know it my trolley's full of just that because it's on offer so I have to get more than one so why is um managing money so important so you know from a personal and I suppose a business perspective yeah. Um, well, uh, as accountants, we always promote money management yes. um, uh, from um, the aspect of looking at businesses. Um, I do that a lot with mm. uh, business owners. So um, the business owners will be you know, running their trade and they're very good at what they're doing, mm -hmm. but sometimes they, they neglect the financial side of things and um, mm. you know, the, their business can suffer as a result, even though they're bringing in the sales if they're not controlling the costs or budgeting. Mm. And budgeting is a, a very um, Big important thing. part yeah. of it in personal life as well. Mm. Um, just a simple thing uh, such as looking at your uh, bank's 
statements regularly. Mm. I think you know um, you can easily uh, miss out. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure you if know, the mic's good enough there. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> That's much better. Yeah. I was trying to think that um, how to get it over. Thank you. Thank you, Nagash. <laughs> so um, yeah, with money management in terms of uh, business, um, I, I work quite extensively with um, business owners to yeah. uh, look at how they can run their business more efficiently and also mm-hmm. budgeting. Mm-hmm. Um, from the personal side of things, um, you know, I would recommend that to everybody to mm-hmm. to keep on keep on top of their mm-hmm. uh, bank statements, bank transactions, yes. especially with fraud being such a big thing. thing you know, yeah. I've seen it in business where yeah. business owners <clears throat> maybe don't uh, keep an eye on, for example. Um, in practices, yeah. uh, GP practices, they'll have petty cash, yeah. and I've seen it on some occasions where money has gone missing, um, oh, and the yeah. and the owner doesn't realise until a whole year later um, mm. <clears throat> because they're just not uh, controlling it as yeah. much as they should. Yeah. Um, I've seen more serious cases of um, uh, employee fudging their yeah. wages and having that much control that they've been able to take money yeah. uh, from the practice um, and the again the partners the um, uh, doctors didn't realize until one of them saw a bank statement yeah. so and and it, it, and this was, again yeah. over a year later maybe two years later yeah. so um, personally as well I would say just keep an eye on your, your statements your new yes. statements because yeah. you because you never know when somebody will take your um, yeah. card details and start yeah. using it's happened to me recently actually yeah. so yeah. um yeah so definitely um and the other side of it is budgeting as well when you're going shopping you know making a list yeah <laughs> well i think with the shopping side of things uh, one thing that um i've learned over the years is um don't stick to one supermarket i've actually found that you know do fish around and say to yourself right i will get this kind of food from here i know it's more jobs but you're actually being more cost effective when you spread your wings a little bit and say i've got these two supermarkets and i will get x y and z from here and i will get x y and z from there so once you know that you can actually get better quality food sometimes even at a much better price than you would in your top supermarkets so you know I I wouldn't turn noses up at any supermarket now because I think actually some of the quality is better even in the not so good supermarkets to compare to the top so it's it's really good to fish around and look for deals and you'll actually find that you're you know cutting your shopping prices by half so it's very important that we do that Um, with regards to fraud um, I just wanted to touch on that a lot of us um, uh, sign up to um, something that's been promoted so, so you get free subscription to X, Y and Z for a period of time and we always forget to turn it off after the three months probation period's gone and you find that you're actually being charged. So it's really important, as you say, to look at those statements and to make sure even from a personal perspective you are going back and double-checking that you have... I mean, I've had... Um, I've had this happen to me where I've subscribed to something and then thought I turned off after three months, but it hadn't. And it actually had accumulated over six months. And I had to then go back to the company and try and get that money back. And some of it came back and some of it didn't. So it's really important that we're vigilant about what where our money's going and how it's going. Um, and the petty cash one's very important because you have trusted employers. You think you've got trusted employers and you sort of just, that's petty cash you just think it's small money but it can end up actually having quite a detrimental effect on the business yes, itself yeah. so it's very important so that's that's why it's important to manage your money and see what's going on um so um 
looking at businesses, we've got some tax bans here. So, you know, uh, this always confuses me. So I, I'm um, not going to make this an accounts lesson, listeners. We are just trying to get you familiar with some of the um, terms and terminology so that it, it doesn't scare us when we hear these and we're actually more confident when we do speak to accountants or when we are, you know, filling out the forms for businesses personally or for businesses. We are fully aware of where we sit. So tax bans is one of the ones that always throws me. So if you could shed some light on that, please. <laughs> I'll try to keep it brief. Okay. <laughs> um, so everybody has a, a personal allowance. Uh, whether you're working or not, you have a certain amount um a threshold that you can earn up to without paying any tax. So for this tax year, mm -hmm. so tax years run mm -hmm. from <clears throat> the 5th of April to the 6th of April. So we're in uh, the 2019 to 2020 tax year. Mm -hmm. um, so the government has set the personal allowance as £12,500, which is still you know, quite a bit of money. Um, so you can earn up to that amount without paying any tax. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't mean to say that you don't um, complete a tax return. You're, mm. you're required to complete a tax return. So for any um, p anybody out there who's running a small business and mm -hmm. they're doing something at um, home, maybe uh, cakes or a lot of people make like frames yeah. or things like that mm. and they think maybe they're not required to complete a tax return yes. because it's under that 12500 That's not the case. So if mm. you earn over £1,000, um, you are required to, you're obliged to to complete that just so that, you know, everyone's And that's £1,000 in a year? In a year. Oh, so, wow, yeah, okay. in a tax year. So okay. uh, just to simplify it, from April to March, yeah. um, if you hit over £1,000, then you, you really should then either speak to an accountant or look mm -hmm. at registering for self-assessment. Mm -hmm. um, and um, so after that 12 thousand five hundred pounds um up to thirty seven thousand five hundred so between twelve thousand five hundred and thirty seven thousand five hundred you um uh, you are taxed at um uh, 20%. So um, for anybody who's employed, it, it will be the same. Mm. So um, you get taxed at 20%. Mm -hmm. Above that amount, you get taxed at 40%. Mm. And if you earn, if you're lucky enough to earn over £150,000, <laughs> yeah. that is 45%. Wow, okay. um, so there mm. are those uh, those bands. It's different in Scotland. Okay. Um, so I won't go through the Scottish no, ones. That's enough for now. Yes, yeah. I think, we've, I think I'm, we're getting familiar with it and we're understanding it so there, there are three bands yeah. uh, so to be and the most common one is the 20 percent one which is you know the average salary that people earn yeah, so fall into people that. usually sit in the 20 percent band so um there is also uh things like uh we have uh, so what you mentioned personal allowance but we um we have marriage allowance yes now um that's a really good one because you get some allowance for being married yeah. so <laughs> this is something that's really interested me because i well i mean I don't know how it works, so if you could sort of just explain yeah. that one a little bit. Um, um, so basically, if um, with a married couple, if mm -hmm. one of them is not um, earning or up to the £12,500 or not using it at mm -hmm. all, mm -hmm. um, that means their, their personal allowance is wasted. Mm -hmm. um, so the government has introduced this marriage allowance where 10% okay. of that, so that's 1250 can be transferred to the the partner so to the spouse mm -hmm. the other spouse who is paying tax mm -hmm. so that means that instead of the other person who is paying tax instead of them getting 12500 mm -hmm. they get this additional 
amount added to the zero percent band so that means they're saving some tax so this marriage allowance allows you to transfer personal allowances to each other Mm -hmm. um, each tax year if you're not using it completely so it it is useful Um, uh, it's not too um, complicated to uh, do mm-hmm. you don't need an accountant to to uh, do this so mm-hmm. um, uh, we'll probably discuss the personal tax account in mm-hmm. a bit and mm-hmm. I'll explain that you can do it through there okay. or even a chat to HMRC sometimes yeah you do have to wait a little while on yeah, the phone <laughs> but once you do get through yeah <clears throat> they are very helpful mm-hmm. um, so if you mention the marriage allowance and how it works and you know what can you do you, they should yeah, be able to help eligible you for it as well yeah. so that's something that you know maybe the listeners could explore because it's something that is out there and not many people know of no. and so it's quite a good one to explore because it doesn't have to mean that you're both working and you're both earning it could no. be just the one spouse working and um you know the just by be, simply being married um that's a bonus there we go <laughs> so just by being married you've um actually got the allowance of doing that so um that's something to explore there so um, along with um, uh, the marriage allowance we then have something that people that are contributing towards which is the uh, state pension so um, you know how does uh, the state pension work so I think this is this is something um, which I don't want to bore the listeners on but it's something we need to be because this is when we retire this is what this is our bank really so this is where yeah. we are going to be getting our money from if we haven't saved or invested or done anything else this is our actual right of what we will be getting from the government for contributing towards the economy of this country yeah. so so if you could just um shed some light on that please. okay so as well as paying taxes mm-hmm. and the bands were have just explained mm-hmm. um we pay um, national insurance contributions as well depending mm-hmm. on whether we're an employee we pay class one if we're self-employed we pay class two and four mm-hmm. so um these contribute to our state pension mm-hmm. so um it, you need to have um 35 qualifying years they call them qualifying years as in you paid enough national insurance contributions in that year um, to then get the full um, state pension. So, um, you know, everybody is able to access um, this information uh, online about themselves to see how many qualifying years have I got? um, Have I got any gaps in my years? And how is this going to affect my overall pension at the end of it? Uh, Many people probably don't worry about pensions until maybe they hit 60 yeah um, they need but, to worry about it yeah, yeah but yeah. even like looking at our parents if they're if they're close to pension age mm-hmm. if you actually look to see how much they'll be getting in state pension you might find that maybe uh, one of your parents didn't work for uh, the majority of their time. yeah working life and they may not be getting as much as the the parent that did work mm-hmm. um, and it does make a difference because if one is going to get five thousand pounds and the other one's going to get the full amount which mm-hmm. is over £8,000 at the moment, they'll be living on that Mm. from their retirement age, which is, you know, it could be 65, it will be a lot higher for us Mm. up until, you know... um, where you could people can live for 30, 30 yeah. years after then yeah, yeah. so if you're relying on that it makes a difference yeah, um 
I, I would say that um, if everybody is familiar with the fact that they've got a personal tax account, yeah. um, if you just search for personal tax account on Google, it should come up. Yeah. It should be a .gov.uk um, uh, web address. And if you click into there, the, there are a few um, uh, bits of information you need to put in there to get access to your account just to verify who you are. Mm. And it's sitting there anyway. It's set mm. up for everybody. So this is just many in the people cloud don't know. Yeah. <laughs> many know, people don't I know it's know. there. Either, yeah. yeah, so you should be able to get your pension information. So if you go into the pension yeah. bit, it will show which years are uh, considered to be qualifying and which years you have gaps for. Mm. Um, and if you want to fill those gaps, um, uh, I'm not an advisor, so... Um, mm. You know, I can't say go ahead and do it, but mm. you can talk to HMRC and speak to a financial advisor mm -hmm. about whether it is worth buying those years. Mm -hmm. So at the moment, moment, it's about £700, £780 per year, year for each year that you want to purchase okay. um, and um, like for uh, mums who have children, mm -hmm. they get qualifying years up until the date that their child turns 12 so oh, okay. you get qualifying years mm -hmm. up to the age that, you, you know, your, your child reaches um, 12 years of age. Yeah. And then after that, maybe that's when, um, you know, mums need to start considering how can I, um, you know, start building my, my building yeah. my pension. Yeah. If you're self-employed, there are benefits to registering for self-employment. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you pay class two national insurance, which is only about £150 a year mm -hmm. um, at the moment. Um, and it just goes up by a couple of pounds each year. And that gives you a full qualifying year. Wow. Yeah, okay. so, so that's good to know yeah, as well for those that are setting up businesses on their own, that they have that opportunity to do that. So that's yeah. good. Yeah, okay. So uh, it's something definitely to have a look at. Um, mm -hmm. and, but go on to see if you can log into your personal tax account and have yeah. a look at that. Yeah, that's very important because um, I didn't know this existed. And, you know, we've got all this information out um, yeah. open to us. So, you know, it's just logging on to Google and then doing a, a HMRC search finding yeah. it that way is it so you can um, also you know check and update your marriage allowance from there you can update your address with hmrc from oh, there as well and okay. check all your benefits as well and see what, well. where your money's gone really yeah. from there as well yeah so um we are actually now heading for a short break um i hope the discussion has been of benefit to our listeners uh, if you do have any questions regarding finance please do text in and join in uh, after the break um after the break i will be giving away the friday free friday giveaway so don't uh, miss out um tune in stay tuned in and you could be a lucky listener for this prize so assalamualaikum you're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programmes from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum and good morning. Welcome back to Mother's Planet. I'm your host, Neelam, and it's Friday, 24th of May, and the time is now 10.30. Joining me today is Sister Shezba from Protic, um, who has been offering some advice um, around accounts and managing our money. So we've um, got an expert here. So if you do want to ask any questions, please do text into the studio or WhatsApp on 0779 481 822. Um, 
I am also giving away um, our Friday giveaway. So now, alhamdulillah, we've been rolling this out since the beginning of uh, Ramadan. And we have some lucky winners sitting out there nicely that have been enjoying uh, their free gifts in this. So I'll just hold it up to the Facebook camera so you can see it. And it's all the must-haves for us mums. Um, we have a bar of chocolate, um, a biscuit and um, a tea bag along with the Inspire FM shopping trolley coin. So that's, you'll never, if you're ever short of a pound this key ring will see you far so you can um, manage your shopping <laughs> on a budget and use this key ring so uh, you can um, never worry about actually having loose change in your pocket um, I have been asking questions so that you can earn this prize and uh, I've changed it a little bit today because I thought um, I'm going to get uh, my listeners to be a bit challenged so it's quite a simple question so inshallah I should be getting people um answering this so the question today because we are in in Ramadan I wanted to make it around the, the Quran and everything so um, I just want to know what is the last surah of the Quran so if you can tell me what the last surah of the Quran is along with your name um, and you will be picked at random with other listeners and messages that come in and uh, contacted at the end of the show so get texting ladies so you could be a winner of this prize um i just want to know what is the last surah of the quran so if you can tell me that along with your full name and uh, inshallah you could be a winner so i'm uh, going to be keeping my eyes peeled for the text messages that are coming through but uh, in the meantime we have got a few questions that um we're going to be getting from sister shesba so um we talked about the state pension um, and as I said with it being Ramadan now um, this is one that a uh, lot of us have been making charity donations either online over the phone um, and, and, or, or on forms filling out forms um, and the one that really pops up and um, I tend to avoid it um, is gift aid so you know um, gift aid is now um, they can any charity registered charity can collect tax that you pay um on behalf of from there I, I don't know how it works so i'm going to talk gibberish so i'm going to let uh, sister sister Shesbos, uh explain gift aid a little better yeah, and how it I'll works um so yes um as you said <clears throat> you get the 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 little question at the bottom yeah. uh, tick box to say would you like to um claim gift aid on this um so the way the gift aid works is that um, the charity that you are donating to, mm -hmm. they can, if you if you sign that declaration, they can go to HMRC and um, uh, the government will top up your donation by 25%, oh, which okay. counts for a lot. I mean, mm -hmm. if, for example, you donate a thousand pounds, they'll get. 1250 pounds as mm -hmm. a result and that charity obviously you know they use it for yeah put, it, if you 1250 pounds yeah oh they will get oh, okay so they uh, get, so the they 250, get 250 from the government and 1000 yeah. from you so collectively they get that amount yeah, yeah so which so. is a, a quite a large chunk um so the declaration i think sometimes yeah. it scares people off yeah. because of all the small print on mm. there um you know, we discussed earlier about um, the tax bans. Yeah. So if um, you are earning less than £12,500, you're not paying any tax. Mm -hmm. That little uh, declaration and the small print says mm -hmm. that if you tick this box, you mm -hmm. need to be paying enough tax to cover that £250. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you'll be paying it 
mm. over to the charity or you'll be paying anything extra to HMRC. It just means that you need to have paid enough tax okay. so that the government can then claim that. Claim that yes, uh, yeah, give that money to the charity. Okay. So if you are earning over 12500 you know that you're paying tax because uh, you're employed or you're yeah. you're running a business, um, then you, you can tick that as long as you know that you've paid enough tax to cover 25% of your mm-hmm. donation. Mm-hmm. Um, there are benefits uh, to that. First of all, we already um, already said about the charity getting more money. money um, it, yeah. The other one is that if you are paying tax at the higher rate, so mm-hmm. we talked about the different bands, and if you're um, earning over £50,000 and you're paying the higher rate of 40%, on if you're doing a tax return or you can call up HMRC if you're employed and if you provide the details of your gift aid payments mm-hmm. you're, um, you can actually uh, pay less tax as a result of it. Oh, okay. so, so that it 200 it will lower, but yeah, yeah, so basically it will expand the 20% band by how much you contributed, how much you paid over to the charity, mm-hmm. which means that that £1,250 instead of you getting taxed at the 40% band that will be pushed into the 20% band so, so it's okay. it does benefit you um in as well but mm. you're not you're not taking anything away from the charity yes, it's yes. a tax break yeah so it's it's something it's all legit and it's yeah. all there to the government has put those in place to encourage people to um, contribute to charity yeah. so only good things can come Com- out of yeah. it so well, if you're sure you are paying tax mm. then tick that box because yeah. it, it benefits the charity and it be- can benefit you as well yeah so you have to really be in that 20 percent tax ban to be to be ticking that yeah if you're just scraping through and yeah. just just paying just you know earning just above the 12,500 mm. um let's say you know you'll be paying 250 pounds in mm. tax then you can tick that to say yes uh, yeah. i would like the charity to claim that yeah so, okay yeah yeah, yeah. So that's made it a bit clearer. And, and it's um, good to know that um, that money actually is going 100% to the charity as well. The, they're not um, being penalised for it or they're not taking a percentage. That full 25% will go. So your donations are just going up a bit more and uh, you're able to help those um, charities. And it does have to be a registered charity. Yes. And yes. Um, they uh, you are given a receipt. So it's something that you can track so that when you're doing your self-assessment, you can go back and go back and see where you've made your donation so yeah. if you ask for receipts you can then see when you paid it and the amount as well so yeah when filling out those tax forms you have it all there as well yeah i mean a lot of charities um the online ones they'll send you a receipt to your email address anyway mm-hmm. um but definitely ask for a receipt mm-hmm. um record keeping is is um, essential with um, yeah. it's a must anyway with, with uh, running businesses yeah. and accounts anyway so those are part of your um records so just keep you know if you want to print them out or mm-hmm. jot it down or mm-hmm. just keep them in your inbox and then search for them at the end yeah. of the taxi no, I mean, you could that's, do that well. that's what the email accounts are for when we have yeah. this um it sits in some cloud somewhere and you can access it but it's there as a backup I and mean, i always flag my emails so when i flag them i can just go to the flagged email section and then they all come up so i know which ones are important and which ones i need to go back and do something with so there's a suggestion there for the listeners um maybe things like that that come through you can just flag them as of high importance or something so when you are doing your search you can easily find them so that's made the gift aid um, a bit more um 
easy for us to understand and um and this is something so if people have donated and not ticked this box this year they can contact the um charities and say actually after listening to the mother's planet show <laughs> i realized that actually it's quite beneficial and i didn't realize it was they can go back and do that so they've got well, until it's worth a try definitely yeah, yeah. so um definitely if you've made a donation in the last year mm-hmm. um contact the charity and they they may be able to send out a declaration to you mm-hmm. um there may be some time restrictions of when they can claim back claim from back. the government okay. but okay. it's still worth a try especially try, if yeah. you've contributed um if you've donated a significant amount no, and yeah. 25% on top is, is a lot yeah and it can help the charity. charity yeah that's for, that's fantastic okay so um uh how would you now advise our listeners to manage their households a bit better than i mean i'm sure mothers are doing it because you know we budget and i you know i have um shopping lists and i as i said you know i've i've put down children's clubs i've make a you know notes of everything so you know we do generally do a lot of budgeting but how can we manage our households a little bit better is there is there any advice that you could offer offer us <laughs> um Well, I mean, <laughs> running a household, I see it as running mm. a, a business, to yeah. be honest. Um, so those mums that are running a household, uh, you know, all by themselves while mm. their husband works, mm. uh, that's very stereotypical. Mm. It could be the, yeah, other, way or the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, it, you, if you sort of see it as a, a, a business, you, you separate out, well, how much in, income am I getting yeah, and from which uh, sources yeah. and what are my expenses. So as I said earlier about just keeping on top of your expenses, the best way to do it is, and, and that's if you've got the willpower to do it, is, um, you know, if you were to uh, set up a, a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I tend to use my card Uh, a lot because what mm-hmm. I can do is then track what how oh, I've spent, spent my money yeah. in the last month mm-hmm. um, so um, that you know that's one method trying to use your card mm-hmm. rather than cash because you just don't know where it's gone mm-hmm. um, and um, uh, online banking allows you to download your transactions into an Excel format so that mm-hmm. can make it a little bit easier for you I mean I would suggest if you if you don't want to do it on a monthly basis even mm-hmm. though I couldn't do that if mm-hmm. you just do it on a six monthly basis or mm-hmm. after every few months yeah. um just um looking at those transactions and putting them as a summary mm-hmm. monthly summary into a spreadsheet if you're good at excel mm-hmm. or you can jot it down on a on a notebook if that's easier for you mm-hmm. just you know how much have i spent on food how much on uh clothes, clothes uh, yeah, your so mobile phone you might yeah. find that it suddenly jumped and yeah. you r- may not realize you've gone out of a, a fixed term contract mm-hmm. even looking at your mortgage um You know, I'm not yeah. going to advise whether you should yeah. speak to a mortgage advisor, but you may find that it's suddenly you're out of a fixed rate into variable and yeah. things are, you know, you're not able to manage that cost yeah. anymore. Mm. Um, there are things like utility bills. Mm. Um, you got um, mar- uh, the moneysupermarket.com. They're brilliant. Yeah. So you can just put yeah. in, well, I mean, there's know, a lot, There's loads of comparison comparisons sites now. Comparisons, so do a comparison yeah. and see are you getting the best uh, mm-hmm. rate on your mm-hmm. uh, utilities as well. Mm-hmm. And there are um, certain other things that uh, people may not consider. For example, you can uh, sometimes get council tax reductions as well. So just mm-hmm. looking on your, um, you know, uh, the Luton Borough Council website about council tax reductions, 
are you entitled mm. to that mm. and the income side of it as well if you're just ch- making sure um you understand if you're if you're an employee making sure you understand that your taxes yeah. and you're not getting you know charged too much tax yeah. and you're on the right band and yeah. also um tax credits is a big thing so mm. a lot of um you know many people may be claiming child tax credits and working mm. tax credits um when you receive that tax credit award form you need to act fast when you get it because mm. um you have um 30 days from the date of the letter to mm. go back to HMRC if there's and anything wrong if there's anything it. wrong yeah, and many wow. times people have found things to be wrong um if your income for example just look at your income does that look correct if your accountant filled in a, a renewal form for mm. you go back to them ask them to have a look at that just mm. make sure you're happy with the income because obviously if it's too high then you're not getting enough yeah. um and just um and checking that and getting back to HMRC within that 30 day yeah. uh, period otherwise yeah. you're stuck with it because a lot of the time what they do is they say you've overpaid and they deduct that from your uh, next year so, the following oh, years wow. tax credits and yeah. people some people think well I'm getting the money it's fine I'm happy with it but actually yeah. you could be entitled to you know more it, yeah, yeah. Mm. and other things like if you uh you know I'm no expert on on benefits but yeah. uh, disability living allowance so mm. maybe consider that if you've got somebody in the family who um you know if you've got a child who's uh, behind their peers and you think maybe I I feel like I might be entitled to this mm-hmm. uh, you can um go and speak to citizens advice mm-hmm. in the town center um there's a disability resource center as well just mm-hmm. speak to them about your rights and just finding out you know you taking know, these things get, in yeah. chunks and seeing where uh, am i entitled to where you more. sit and how what yeah, yeah. if no. you're caring for someone who's getting mm. disability living allowance you can get carers mm. and that contributes again to your um national insurance contributions which we spoke yeah. about earlier yeah. so you get a qualifying year for every year that you're a carer oh, uh, wow. even though you're not paying any national insurance contributions so um that oh. all adds up and it all helps um but i think that it's all about budgeting isn't it and because yeah. um, i was just going to say i mean um w- one thing um when you know looking around for mortgages and um you know trying to see if you can get good deals or not um a lot of the mortgage companies now ask for a budget plan so they can see how you're spending whether you can afford what you're saying you can do so it's really important that um we have this plan or spreadsheet or something so you are clear with what your income and expenditure is and you know don't forget the little things like you know sending the kids to Quran class and things like that you know I I've uh, many a times forgotten that where my mortgage advisor has said to me so your children don't and I said oh yeah they do oh yeah I forgot to mention that so there's you know things every nook and cranny has to be written down and accounted for so that you could really see it's good for you to see yourself as how your um spending your money as well. So um we've got a lot to get through today's show. So um Sister Shezba, thank you so much. Uh, so she's from Protic uh, and she has got a website so it's www.protic so that's p r o t i q.co.uk. You can um contact go onto the website and contact uh Shezba via there. Um there is an email address shezba 
shezba.com at protic.co.uk so you can actually email and um, contact her if you have any further questions or would like to know a bit more about how to manage your money better so um, as I mentioned earlier at the very beginning of the show we have got um, holidays now so uh, I say that with a frown but um, we have to do things to keep the kids busy so um, we're going to be looking for lots of things to try and do so that you know as well as keeping our fast and remaining sane we've got the kids being uh, doing something productive and uh, alhamdulillah we've got really nice weather so it's really nice because you can just put them out in the garden and get them to do all sorts in the garden a bit of gardening uh, you know water your plants or just you know ride their bikes and kick a football around so the energy can be exercised in the garden and we're quite blessed that we have that but we do have um, an event taking place this weekend um, it's called Pack for Syria at Chorland Community Centre now I made a bit of um, an error with that last week where I said it was happening at the Della Community Centre it's actually happening at Chorland Community Centre and that's from 11 till I think 5 or maybe 8 or 11 to 7 11 till 7 I think it is um, but it's it's 11 o'clock in the morning so go ahead and you'll you'll be there uh, it's a fun packed day with plenty to do for the children they've got archery bouncy castle henna patterns um and uh, even the adults can join in actually there's quite a few things for the adults um, and it's also a night off for cooking uh, iftar in the kitchen because they've actually got food that will be available that you can take back for iftari so you've got that um, all proceeds will be going to uh, charity and uh, children will be helping pack Eid boxes so the gifts will be provided and so will the boxes um, and the children are just taking part in filling up these boxes and these will be packed and taken over to Syria and um, given on Eid so it's quite a nice reminder for our children to show how we can prepare something like this and give it to someone that's in more need of than we are so that's that um, also block your diary out uh, for the inspire first ever Eid festival which is taking place at Lucy Park um, this will be either on the 4th or 5th of June um, and there will be lots of activities um, and the thing that really stood out to me for this was the one pound fun fair rides now when you go to fun fairs you always have to pay an extortionate amount of money to get kids on the ride and if you've got more than one child and you're paying three pound for one it can actually really add up but um, they've managed to keep these fun fair rides capped at a pound so you know um, they can go on twice if they want <laughs> because at a pound you don't mind budgeting from that but um, I know that um, they'll have um, a kids got talent show as well so if you have a child that wants to take part in the kids got talent um, performances please get in touch with the studio and um, uh, you can have them perform on the day um, and there will be awards and prizes going out for those children as well so that's um, those events happening there I do have another event to mention Sorry to bore you all, but this is a very important one. Um, it's actually trying to make a difference in uh, Ramadan and it's Olive Tree that are reaching out to volunteers. So um, I think they're paid volunteers because um, Olive Tree is looking to raise money through street collections during the month of Ramadan. So as a fundraiser, you will be collecting money from the general public in the in certain areas of Luton. Um, you are flexible, so you can pick the hours and the days that you work. It's Monday 
Monday to Sunday. Um, there is a competitive salary offered and they're looking for enthusiastic and re reliable um, people to help um, raise the money for this um, good cause. So if you feel that you can... Um, fit into this or you can offer some time for this uh, the banner will be going up on the Facebook page uh, so you can contact the school directly or uh, um, email them or contact the number that will be on the banner um, as well so um, that's that for you to do so I'm going to put Shesba on the spot now <laughs> holidays have you got any suggestions <laughs> Well, I mean, I, uh, my garden does need doing, so I think I'll <laughs> get my children to do that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, my daughter has been going on about Gulliver's uh, land, so I think I, I might have to drag myself there mm -hmm. to um, oh, okay. Gulliver's land. Yeah, so... So lots uh, of theme park trips, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice because it, it's small enough for... The children, like yeah. my children, are quite small. So um, uh, even though I'll be fasting, I think yeah. I'll have to endure it. <laughs> yes. No, that's good. So we've got theme parks, we've got local parks, lots of local parks as well that people can um, go to. Um, uh, we're, I'm really big on promoting anything free. So you know, you can go to the parks. We've got the museums up at the park where the children can. They always do um, a mouse hunt up at Wardown. Um, so it's quite nice yeah. to um, get the kids to go into the uh, different rooms and explore a bit of the history of Luton as well find out a bit about where I'm not a Luton born and bred so it's quite nice to find out a bit about the history of Luton of how how it was was and finding out the streets that weren't there that are there now so um, it's quite nice to to do things like that and um, yeah I think we'll be preparing for Eid as well and um, getting our children involved and getting gifts wrapped that we can share with the family um, also we are going to be entering the last 10 days of the fast so Re reinforcing it with our children the purpose of Ramadan um, the last 10 days will be protection from hellfire so just reminding the children of why we fast um, what we are doing and how the soul is being cleansed and you know if the children are old enough perhaps getting them to participate you know it's quite nice um, my daughter's seven and she likes to I have my breakfast and then I'm going to fast so it's quite nice to get the younger children involved and get them to and it's probably because there's no school the next day it's not too bad them staying up a bit late and having the iftar with us so getting them involved and really lifting the spirits of Ramadan um, because um, it's come very quickly and it's going very quickly so it's really important that we try and make the most of this so um uh, any ramadan tips that you have that you could share with our listeners um i don't something yeah. that you've taken positive from ramadan i think it yeah it's a time for um i i feel that i do free up time because we're not constantly thinking about food and yeah. you know what we're, what we're going to have for lunch and this Cookie. although with the children we still have to feed them yeah. <laughs> but um yeah it's more time to reflect on mm. on life and uh, spend more time with the children and uh, mm. it's lovely because the children do get very excited about it mm. and, and it's really nice because um you know you, you do want them to be more involved in the dean and especially living in Luton in the yeah. uh, the community that we have there are so many events going on yes. around it that yeah. involve the children so yeah. it's a, I think Luton is a, a 
brilliant place for that. Yes. Um, and each year there seems to be more and more, more events. More, uh, yeah. yeah, more interesting. And, and it's nice because it's the younger community that are reaching out to the youngsters as well. So we're getting the youngsters involved and things like where um, charities are reaching out for voluntary um charity collectors or even paid charity collectors this is you know a good opportunity for the youth to get involved and give something back because uh ramadan is something as you say where you have the opportunity to self-reflect and think about what it is that you're doing that is going to help you uh, as you said gajaria what is it that you're doing that can live on after you're not here what is it that you've built for yourself or your children um when you're not here what will carry on going and things like continuous charity donations or contributing towards the building of a mosque or anything like that are things that will you know live on when we're not here so those things and place of worships are very important because um it's it's our sadgajari and it will carry on living for us so it's mm-hmm. it's very important that we show the importance of this and um i have to stop saying that word important i think <laughs> i've said that so many times so um if you uh, have just tuned in um i did say about the um the free friday giveaway so the question was what's the last surah of the uh, the quran if you can text in or whatsapp in on 0779481822 but we are now actually ending the show and i'd like to thank all our listeners for their continued support and especially to sister shezba for um really offering her advice on um, ways of managing our money and um really and making us uh, fully aware of everything of how accounts work so i hope the show's been beneficial and you've taken something positive from this so jazakallah for your time and um as a, sh- a tradition of the show i always like to finish off with a inspirational quote so this is a ramadan inspirational quote for you all to ponder on so when you give someone charity be thankful to them you may be fixing their dunya their world but you, they are fixing your akhira the life after Juma Babarak and Assalamu alaikum to all our listeners. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org. You'll find all our daily updates on our social media at inspirefmluton.